Hello to everyone and welcome to our God's Word for Today devotional. Let me read to us our text in Romans chapter 10, verse 18 to 21 for this morning. But I ask the have they not heard? Indeed they have. For their voice has gone out to all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. But I ask, did Israel not understand? First, Moses says, I will make you zealous of those who are not a nation. With a foolish nation, I will make you angry. Then Isaiah is so bold as to say, I have been found by those who did not seek me. I have shown myself to those who did not ask for me. But of Israel, he says, all day long, I have held out my hands to a disobedient and contrary people. Here we know, and it was made clear by Paul that the Gentiles who did not seek God had found favor from God. The grace of God or the favor of God was shown towards the Gentiles, the non-Jews. Once again, as Paul used to ask rhetorical questions, he asked these questions again. And he asked this, have they not heard? Of course they heard. Did not Israel understand? Of course they have heard and are, they, can, they, they, they know that they have to believe on Jesus, but they continued to reject and refuse to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Definitely, the gospel has been disseminated widely enough among the Israelites and the rest of the world. As Paul said here, their voice has gone out to all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. That's what you can read in verse 18. Paul expresses the spread of the gospel like creation. You know, in Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his underwork. Just like it, the gospel has been preached and proclaimed throughout the whole world. And it's still continuing right now that the gospel should spread to every village, to every place where people need to hear the gospel. So like what uh, the, the psalmist David said in Psalm 19, God has made himself knowable to humanity because of what he has made, because of creation. Romans chapter 1, verse 19 to 20, that God has created everything, and people cannot argue that it's created by a supernatural being, and so that people have no excuses. Here, though, Paul insists that God is making Christ himself known to the world through the preaching of the gospel. The Jews have no reason at all that they are not able to hear or understand the message of the gospel. Believers had been preaching the message in Jerusalem and around Israel, and it has been 20 years now by the time this letter was circulated. So in other words, there was really a lot of avenues and opportunities for them to hear the gospel. Like the Israelites, the main reason why people today don't come to Jesus is not that they have not heard or they could not believe the gospel, but their willful rejection of the gospel, their continual refusal of the gospel. And eventually, if they are not going to repent, this will lead them to hardness of hearts. Their hearts will be hardened. By their hardness of hearts, God expresses favor to the Gentiles. 
this is a fulfillment to Old Testament prophecy that Paul has quoted here in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 21. That is, They have made me jealous with what is no God. They have provoked me to anger with their idols. So I will make them jealous with those who are no people. I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation. In other words, because of their idolatry, God became angry. And because he's a jealous God, because he really is against idolatry, God has extended his goodness and welcome the non-Jewish, the Gentiles like ourselves. So this would provoke them to jealousy. When God will be good to people who are foolish, who don't deserve like us, they should provoke, be provoked to jealousy. All exactly refer this as the reason why God saves Gentiles who trust in Christ. Now, this, this should provoke the Israelites that if God is good to a foolish nation, to undeserving people like the Gentiles, that they will think also that this opportunity and privilege should be to us also. The kind of feeling of being jealous in a good sense. Paul also quoted Isaiah here as a support that it is written in the scriptures in the past. In the context of Isaiah 65 verse 1, Paul applies them as an analogy of how God has rescued the Gentiles. He has been found by those who did look for him. He has shown himself to those who did not ask him. Now, when Isaiah wrote this and Paul quoted this, does this mean that the Gentiles will automatically become part of God's family? Of course not. This will bring us back to what we have read and studied in Romans chapter 9, verse 30 to 31, when Paul says, what shall we say then? That Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have attained it, that is a righteousness that is by faith, but that Israel who persuaded or pursued the law that would lead to righteousness fail in reaching the law. God had declared the Gentiles as righteous because they believe on Christ. So it is not automatic. I hope that this is clear to you and to each one of us that even when Isaiah said that there are no people and I call them as my people, they are foolish people and I call them, it's not automatic. They must also be responsible to believe. Today, let's not forget that God has chosen us, non-Jewish or Gentile, because of his sovereign grace. But we won't become his children if we don't believe in Christ. As Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, you have to believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord so that you'll be saved. There is a condition for us to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. God extended his favor to the Israelites. Nobody, no doubt about it. They are called the chosen people of God. But time and again, they rejected the Messiah. They rejected the only reason and the only provision that God has given for the forgiveness of our sins, the Lord Jesus Christ and his sacrifice at the cross. 
John articulated it in John chapter 1, verse 11 to 13 in his gospel. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. It's so sad. He came into his own, but his own received him not. But look at the offer. But as many as receive him, to them give he power to become the children of God. Yes, Jesus came into his own people. He, he was a Jew. Jesus was a Jew. He was born in Bethlehem, but he was raised in Nazareth. He grew up in a family, in a Jewish family. He preached to the Jews. He made miracles and, and let them know that he is the Messiah by his teachings and by his deeds. Yet they continued to, hunger, to, to harden their hearts. They did not believe him. So we can just marvel about the pursuit of God to, to, to Israel. God has been wooing and pursuing the Jews to believe in him, but they continued to harden their hearts. They had been pursuing a people who continually refused him. But this action of the Jews did not deter God that he extended his favor to all people. Because after all, the plan of salvation the plan of rescuing and redemption of mankind is not only for the Jews, but to all people, because he loved the world. So this is a paradoxical truth. He was rejected by the people who he is pursuing, and he was known by the people who did not pursue him. This, this is a paradoxical truth which that should continue to amaze us. We found him when we did not seek for him. We know him when we were not really seeking for him. This is a paradoxical truth. Yes, we believe in Christ. If you happen to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you are a Christian, it's not because you seek God first. He sought you first. He was the one who initiated it. Because there's none that seek after God. There's none that that looks after God, but God initiated it. This is the favor of God to you and to me. I pray that we will be able to, to, to submit and surrender our lives to the Lord to be an instrument that others will know this good news because it is the desire of God that many will hear the gospel through you and through me. Let us pray. Father, Thank you for this paradoxical truth, Lord. It's a sad thing, sad truth that even though you keep on knocking the door to, to the Jews, but still they will be close it, Lord. They didn't believe you, they reject you. But thank you that you have opened the door for us when we didn't want you, when we didn't seek after you. We are a people whom you found when we did not seek for you. And thank you, Lord, that your grace has extended to all the world. And thank you that we can extend this grace even to our loved ones, to our friends, to our colleagues who need to hear the gospel. 
thank you. There's, you are still in the business of saving souls and sinners for your kingdom. Thank you that we can be part of this. We can be instruments of your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.